Come here. Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
It's all about But anyway, timing. yeah, like from the one with speech impediments, you know, uh, here she is in Bucks, what you said, Buxton, Maine, as opposed to Bucksport. How the heck That's is right. people in Maine? I mean, this, these are these are just little nuances. Um, all the towns in Maine, all the towns in Maine are either named after um, uh, one of the English settlers or uh, one of the original Indian names or uh, actual people. Those are the three categories of uh so there, so there was definitely a, a Jerry Portland. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Casco, Casco. Do I have you a, on that one? No, no. Oh. I'm, I've got, listen, I, I just got a whole book of names of main well, towns. I mean, how did where, they get Portland? That couldn't have been in somebody's name. Uh, you know, I don't know because Portland had many names. It was called uh, Mashagon by the Indians. Which means uh, like uh, elbow. <laughs> it was called Casco by the early Spanish settlers because it looked like uh, to them a Spanish helmet, and that goes on and on. It was also called uh, uh, I don't know four or five other names. I don't know. I'm not a historian. I'm not up that late, that early. Uh, but all the uh, names I know are yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's really boring. But go ahead. Frank, the co-host. <laughs> uh, you know, you know me, obviously. But are these like really like real points of uh, interest about Maine? These certain things about how, how they get named. Well, Frank, remember, you know, this part of the Today Show is we're going to find out a little bit about the the lost years. You, you don't mind, Tommy? Do you the years that you were no, hidden no, no, from? No, no, no. no. And yes, I was locked up. You're not talking about the years I was in the can. I you know, those don't count. Well, yeah, we we won't spend too much time on that. But there was a, a time when you were actually. A tour guide for the city. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. true. That's true. true. And that's, uh, that's relatively well, I mean, you've recent. Uh, away here a little bit because you've just shown us how much you've. I'm, I'm impressed. Which I don't those. know. Well, yeah, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. I actually, uh, you know, in my uh, retirement years here, I wanted something to do, and uh, you know, I work a few gigs now and then, but. Uh, I went to uh, I went back to uh, school to learn about the history of Portland in the hopes of someday uh, doing some tours. And I thought, hey, what's the difference? You're on stage, you're in the, the top seat of the bus talking to people. It's the same thing. But uh, in the in class, uh, uh, one of our assignments was to uh, was to uh, put together a little presentation on some. Uh, obscure aspect about Maine history, and uh, I went up there oh. and I uh, I did about 45 minutes of this uh, great information I had on, on Maine and and the, uh, oh, the professor the, the, came uh, up the and kind said, of trivia that you just mentioned about the elbow and uh, oh no, what was the Indian name again? Mashigon. Mashigon, which means oh. no, no, not Mashigon, Mashigon, like mashed potatoes, Mashigon, M-A-S-H-I-G-O-N-E. Or something Mash like that. Well, let me finish my story here. Let me finish my story. So I'm, I'm, I do this whole 45-minute presentation, and uh, and the uh, the uh, professor comes up and says, "Geez, that was the best presentation I ever heard." And you know, I've been in this business 25 years. I never heard that story before. I don't know where you dug it out. It's absolutely wonderful. Where did you find that? And I said, "Hey, I made it up." <laughs> So I found out later on as I was doing tours, if somebody asked a question I didn't know, you just make up something. 
They don't know any better. If you know, they're not from Ohio. <laughs> so there are people who actually paid uh, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars for a tour who oh, left twenty bucks, yeah, yeah, with a bunch of malarkey yeah. in their head. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, Tommy, and all, all kidding aside, I think when we start, you know, we're all we're looking for uh, all kinds of merchandise to go on the big Russian tour. I think you should, you know, actually come up with a, a fictional history or the, the history of Portland or Maine rewritten by sure. Tommy. Yeah, and uh, just fill Absolutely. it up with all of the... All of the lies in the uh, lately, fiction. Yeah. Lately, I've been uh, lately I've been making a few bucks with the tourists. You know, we get those big uh, ocean liners that come in here full of tourists, and they're all from Ohio. Everyone's from Ohio. You know, they come here. They've never even seen the damn ocean. And uh, I was convinced <laughs> and, them that uh, and, most people in Maine. They're pretty easy to pull the wool over the uh, Ohio oh, yeah, people. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they eat they eat cucumber sandwiches and that sort of thing. So you know, they're bizarre people. Anyway. I had them uh, convinced because I usually meet the boat when they came in looking to uh, milk a couple of tourists, and uh, I have uh, lobsters on a leash, and uh, I tell them that pets in Maine, that uh, a lot of people have pet lobsters, and uh, that stuff about eating them is a myth. Yeah, that uh, they're just pets like dogs, and you put a couple on a leash. Yeah, they don't walk real fast, so it's good if, like me, you can't walk real well. You just kind of walk, you know, let them pull you. Uh, wow, <laughs> lobster on a leash. Uh, that, that's yeah. the title of the book, Tommy. That's absolutely lobsters on a leash. A leash and other tall tales from, from Mr. Cussie from Mr. from Maine. That's beautiful. It's all you know, that's, real, Dakota. It's all real in Dakota land here. Uh, that reminds me. There was a guy down in another Maine show business, Rock King, who you had a great place called the uh, Sandbar in Dennis uh, Mass. Did you ever see him? Did you ever get to see him? Famous place, sure. Famous place. I've been there. Yeah, Rock King. He did Boogie Woogie and told jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Songs, dancing, snappy patter. He was no no Tommy Dakota, but he was great. Well, one of his great jokes. Yeah, go ahead. People are driving down a road in Maine. They see a sign that says <clears throat> "Lobster Tails, 50 cents." So they pull over and they bang on the door. The guy says, "Says yeah, yeah, can I help you?" He goes, "Yeah, we'd like to buy a couple of those lobster tails." He said, "Okay." He says, "That will be one dollar." And they give him the buck. And he looks at him and said, "Once upon a time, there were two lobsters." All right. Rim shot. <laughs> <coughs> so, uh. I know well, you know a lot about Maine. I know you've been lost on the Maine turnpike before. Yeah, well, because of the exits, you know, that's a, a bit I do. But, um, you know, Tommy, I speak a little Russian, so I, I'm going to put my hat in the ring today officially that I want to be considered for one of the opening act spots. Well, I thought that was that goes without saying. Uh, you're gonna have to uh, uh, rewrite some of your stuff to appeal to your Russian audiences too. And uh, uh, I don't Funny. know how good is your Russian. How good is your Russian? Okay. Now, Tommy, what about this? Is a great idea. Frank is here with me, of course. But what about this that we bring? 
a, a lobster act over to uh, Russia. We could do that. You know, the whole uh, thing was, was on the leash. Past summer, I, uh, remember the old flea circuses? Yeah. Well, there's actually in town now, there's a lobster circus. And they even have a freak show now because uh, they just found a few odd lobsters. They just went lobster. Some lobsterman just pulled up, and uh, half of it looked like it was cooked. And the other half looked like a wild lobster. So it's red on one side and the kind of brown orange on the other. And it was a straight line right down the lobster's body. One in 50 million. I figure we can put this guy in a little like a lobster sideshow and uh, charge people a buck or two or a couple of ripples to look at that. I don't know how many lobsters they have in Russia. I think they have a lot. Well, I don't know. Is there an official lobster museum in Portland? Oh, well, there's a lot. As I told you, there's a lobster circus. Uh, all trained lobsters. Um, they do a lot of uh, interesting acts. They're, they're great on the trapeze, of course, because that claw is so, you know, they grab the trapeze, they never let go. Most of the time they fall off and the claw stays on the, uh, the trapeze. But uh, do a lot of things, sing, dance. Uh, most of them don't talk, of course, but uh, uh, possibility for freak shows. Uh, and if, uh, you know, when they get older and uh, aren't performing as well, you, uh, you put them in a pot and you eat them. Everybody's wow. happy. Wow. I, I'm glad. I hope I don't see any Peter calls from any callers yet. From, we may get some calls from the Peter people any section, sec, second here. Uh, yeah, you know, there are, you know, there's a big lobster festival in Maine every year up in, uh, up in uh, 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 Rockland. And it uh-huh. uh, draws, draws, like, I don't know, 50,000, 60,000 people every year. And uh, every year the Peter people are up there. Uh, picketing. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore, that uh, <laughs> uh, aging actress, is always there with a group of people trying to stop people. With. But you can't fool around with someone who uh, wants a lobster and is really hungry, especially if they're from out of state and they think, you know, you got to eat lobster all day long. So they eat some incredible amount of lobster. The tonnage of lobster is incredible. And well, it's interesting that, you know, that's been kind of the, the, the staple of the economy up here for, you know, a couple, couple hundred years. Well, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not an animal activist myself, but I think, you know, I've heard about this festival where, you know, they have the uh, the big pot of boiling water and people, you know, for for a couple of bucks, they take a chance of trying to, you know, heave a lobster well, he, oh, yeah. into the pot, you know, and, you know, it's pretty pretty bad with the lobsters, you know, the, not so much for the ones that make it because it's over for them, but the poor ones that hit the rim and fall onto the pavement. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's that's you know, this is fair time in Maine, and uh, every little town in Burke has their own uh, annual uh, uh, country fair, and uh, there's not a there's not a single uh, midway uh, in any of these fairs that don't have a uh, pastel lobster game. You try to get into the boiling water. Of course, if you get into the boiling water, you you win a prize, and uh, you also get to eat the lobster, and they give you like a quarter pound of butter to go with it. So. Well, that's what I was getting to was the melted butter. Uh, event, you know, the big swimming pool with all the melted butter and mm-hmm. uh, beautiful last thing. Last time well, I did that, I, last time ahead. I did that, I was arrested for uh, I melted uh, uh, 50 pounds of butter in a uh, uh, in a small wading pool and uh, got naked and sat in it for two hours. It was kind of a uh, it was kind of a, a, a different kind of art. It was a kind of interpretive artwork, and, and nobody really got it but me. Uh, it was. Well, uh, you know, it this is this is going ex- it didn't go exactly the way I thought this morning, but these are you know we're uncovering a lot of things about Tommy Cussie that really the fans will I think really relish. Dakota, Dakota, Dakota. 
Oh, that's true. I keep going with that that middle name of yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's old name. Old you know, but but that is well. Let's talk about that a little bit. That uh, the Tommy you know, Dakota is the famous name, but you are of. I mean, one of the things that you're looking forward to is that the fact that you really are Polish. Uh, we prefer going... to be called uh, Eastern European Slav. East, <laughs> Eastern European Slav. Not well, Slav, it's... Slav. Slav, Slav. So Slav, going like back. Slavic. Going back to Russia will end, I, as from what Boris, I think Boris mentioned last time, that uh, Poland obviously will be on the tour because you are obviously from, you know, that's your ancestry. So, oh, I, um, I so, hope not. Really? I've been you, there you once. It's not, it's, uh, it's not very exciting. You've been to one town in Eastern Europe. You've been to them all, one country. Yeah, but, but I mean, you're, you're, you don't you'll know be Russia. A, most of Russia looks like New Hampshire, except when you get into the uh, Arctic Circle kind of area. I mean, it's not a real exciting place. That's true. I've been there. So, uh, well, uh, speaking of the tour, I don't know, Frank. You want to give us an update where you are with this? Uh, have you have you and Tommy talked recently about the tour? No, we, we yeah, we did really. we, we did book that guy with uh, the uh, piano player with no fingers. We did book him uh, to uh, play for the uh, one-legged uh, tap dancer and the guy who sang through his. Uh, Anus. Jamie uh, <laughs> no, Sphincter, yeah. Uh, I just have to tell you, uh, Mr. We have a new name for that piano play, too. We're going to call him Fingers. You know, it's kind of like calling a fat guy slim or a slim guy fatty. So we'll just call this guy without fingers, fingers. Right arm, lefty, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, but you know, uh, ticket sales have not been going real great. Uh, you know, people are flocking to. Uh, to buy up the tickets to the Lobster Circus, uh, you know, we got to get you back to what you were, Mister Dakota. Uh, I, I can't believe well, it. Oh, wait a minute, I'm you on, know, you know, of I'm all the shows that we, Tommy, Tommy, of all the shows we've done, I know. Again, I think we left off the last show talking about the fact that we have to <clears throat> talk about that fatal night that you and Eva went down to get Ava Gardner. For Frank and the accident happened, but that's for later. But um, we've never heard. You, I know, and of course, your voice is nothing like it was. But we haven't heard you sing. I mean, you know, I mean, can't you're going to have to sing anymore. Yeah, can't do yeah, it well, much anymore. I mean, yeah. can't go to Russia and not sing. I mean, unless they're going to, well, typical Russians. Yeah, I know what they'll do. Yeah. They'll <laughs> just they don't sing anywhere anyway. Just make noises. <laughs> well, they'll just. They'll just have your lip sync to the old record. You know, I, not to get off track, when I was in Russia once, and uh, uh, I couldn't get into this little cafe because I was an American, just, you know, and I I couldn't get in. They said, come back, come back later, come back later, come back later. And finally, I, I tried a good old American thing. I slipped this guy a couple of bucks, and boom, he brought me in. He put a special table up front for me so I could see the entertainment, uh, brought me booze. That half lit, and of course you haven't lived until you've seen uh, some of those great Russian nightclub acts, uh, like the hefty girls uh, with the uh, big legs, 
And, uh, you know, they, they discovered black light then, so every act had black light in it. And the black light was really great because when the girls came out, these uh, these uh, uh, big Russian girls, they were very pretty, nice girls, but big. And uh, the black light would just pick up all the hair on their body. And they looked like gorilla. It just, it just, just accented it all. And you say, what is that? Are those, those girls have worms on them? I mean, just it was everywhere, their legs, their face, their arms. It was a very interesting show, I must admit. I'll never forget it. That's why I thought we'd be so popular. If they like that, they're going to love uh, uh, the acts we're putting together right now to bring over there. That is an amazing visual. Like the, uh, the, wow, the blue. You're right, the black light, the the hair, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably picked up a lot of the lint on the ladies. Well, whatever it was, it certainly uh, stuck out and... uh, uh, wasn't the most appealing thing, I must admit, well, but it was. Uh, what it was, was the reaction of the Russians to that uh, particular part of the act? They loved it. Every time they see anyone with, you know, they have their jacket off, let alone half naked, they go nuts. I mean, you know, Frank's talking about sales bad. Well, it's August, or just turned September in Russia. It's been snowing for a month already. Yeah. Of these people, you know, they, they close the doors in winter time. They don't come out until they see the sun again, which you know won't happen until like July of next year. Well, it's already probably snowing up in Holton, for that matter. Holton, Maine. Holton, Maine, gateway to uh, nowhere, Ontario. Actually, yeah. nowhere. Uh, Quebec, yeah. Quebec, Quebec, uh, there. Uh, well, Tommy, can you sing? Um, I mean, you're going to have to face this sooner or later. You know, you know, I I, I know it's been years and it's been very traumatic, but could you sing us a, a few bars from... From any of one of your favorite tunes from the past, one of your hits, maybe. No. <laughs> you, no, you won't not. be able to do that for no, us. No, no, I'm, I'm uh, totally. But I mean, at some point, you're going to tell me. I mean, you know, you've got to overcome this hurdle. Well, you've got to yeah, get... I, it's, it's not a hurdle. I just before I sing now, I have to uh, lubricate the throat. Uh, I have this special uh, medication that uh, my uh, throat uh, therapist has put together for me. It's a uh, 90% uh, single malt scotch, and uh, it does have some, I don't know, aspirin or something in it. But I have to soothe my throat with that. Usually this process takes anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, that's just so I can talk a little better, let alone sing. And then, you know, well, I need a, a 40-piece orchestra behind okay, me. Okay, so you won't sing. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll move on to something else. But do you ever write... Right? Yeah, I've written my name on checks many no, times. Wait, 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 I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. Play a little few bars more on that thing, will you? <laughs> well, another, uh, you want a, a slide whistle? Ah, sure. If you're not going to give us the voice, we'll take the slide any, whistle. Any request? Uh, a medley of military marches? Ah, well, something, uh, maybe something you wrote. Did you, in, did you write any songs? I wrote uh, 378 songs uh, between the... Uh, Years of 1959 and 1962. That's uh, damn prolific. I don't think even Mozart could produce something like that. Can you? Do you remember any of the the titles? Oh, Larry Mozart. Some of the titles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, things like uh, uh, "Bang" went the uh, strings of my uh, A order. Uh, "Bang" went the strings of your what? A order. A order, bang with the strings. A string. order, bang with my A order. Oh. A order, A O R T A. A order. How did? What was the inspiration for that, baby? Uh, two weeks in the hospital. Bang with the strings of my A order. I mean, that brings up a weird 
I thought the the the, the, the black lights on the Russian lady's hair was a visual, but I, I'm, I'm yeah, trying I, to, I had uh, I'd been in the hospital well, a couple of weeks. Uh, did that that obviously came straight from the heart. Uh, yeah, it did. What I had done uh, a couple of days previous, and why I ended up in the hospital is uh, I broke one of my old rules. I've been drinking heavily and uh, ate something bigger than my head, and that did it. And, uh, you know, my dad always said, son, never eat anything bigger than your head. And by God, was he right? Two weeks in the hospital, but it did inspire that great song. Uh, it was recorded by Dean Martin in '68, uh, uh, but uh, I don't know what happened to it. Okay, well, how about another uh, title? Another title, one of my hits? Well, yeah. a lot of them had to do with uh, where I was. Uh, I was in the desert uh, a while, and uh, I wrote another one uh, called uh, uh, Scorpions in the Grass, uh, which was uh, a big hit in uh, Reno, Nevada. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I left my heart at the... Uh, at the uh, uh, Hoover Dam. It was a big one for me. Uh, then there was a uh, there was a, a series of songs dedicated to the engineers who built Hoover Dam called uh, uh, Who Cares. That was another big one. Uh, I once wow. got into a and fight with an engineer. That, yeah. Hydroelectric. I think I remember one of the, the uh, songs. One, Hydroelectricity Forever. Yeah, that was a good one. I was, no, done, yeah, was inspired that wasn't by yours? a guy they called. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I was inspired by an engineer Did I met you? called Harry oh, Hydro. No, I'm still here. Yeah, guy named Harry Hydro. This, uh, I remember uh, talking to this guy, and he was telling me uh, how wonderful this dam was. It was nice. It's a big, you know, it's a big dam, and uh, I said, you know, who gives a dam? But he's telling me his story and said, you know, this is the only federal project that came in on time and under budget. And I said, well, that's the last dam project that ever happened that way, and that was back in the 30s. Geez, he really took offense like it was his dam. He, he threw me off the tour. It was embarrassing. You know, it was like well, you know these guys get very me. sensitive about their work. Uh, you, know, they're, you know, I mean, even though they're on the engineering side, a little more technical, it's still an art to them. Just, I mean, hey. if anyone said anything critical of your act, you, you, you'd, you'd be a take umbrage at it as well, right? Well, I, the idea with hecklers, uh, in the old days, uh, after I met Frank, hecklers weren't a problem so much. If somebody heckled me, uh, one of Frank's guys would come out and they'd beat the shit out of the guy, you know, so he'd never come back. It was great. Didn't have to think any snappy lines or any snappy retorts when these guys were uh, were heckling. Just, you know, uh, Frank fixed it. One well, to one will heckle. Didn't even have to well, look I up heard the, break the, my the stride. Great, is that Shecky Green... Uh, was using a joke at the time that Frank was married to Mia Farrow or dating or whatever, and he said, how many times does <clears throat> 50 go into 20? <laughs> and uh, they, and Frank later, uh, <laughs> Shecky said that Frank saved his life with two words. That's enough. <laughs> Shecky, so, uh, is he still alive? Do you know if he's still alive? I don't Oh, uh, you know, I met him, you know, in my days. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I was working yeah. at Second City. He was actually, he was in the audience. He got to see my act. So, 
So uh, no kidding. You know, I I, I, you know, I met him in Vegas years ago. He was uh, they always called him the comedian's comedian. Very interesting guy. Funny, funny, funny guy. We're, wasn't really friendly with him uh, as you did. I I met him a, a couple times actually, uh, but uh, uh, he was really really funny. And I haven't heard about him in a long time because I've been kind of out of touch. But uh, I hope he's still going. He was awfully good. Yeah, he was one of my favorite hosts on the Tonight Show. Um, so Tommy, this we can't get a song out of you, and we're uh, we're. Oh, I, can't, I can't actually Almost believe that, time. that we've only got two minutes left. Anything else? We had so much to cover, and as always, we, we get uh, it, yeah. you know taken down the the you know we go with the flow, and we get taken down the river to some crazy little twist or bend. And today we covered the everything. One thing, Shecky that- Green, by the way, had an unusual collection. He, uh, he collected used hypodermic needles. He had them on display all over the house. It was a very unusual uh, uh, thing to collect. Did that. Would that be from some of the celebrities that uh, were into that? Oh, kind yeah, of they all had they all had separate uh, separate little uh, frames around them and had the name somebody's name on them. I thought he was just naming the uh, the uh, the uh, needles, but apparently they belonged to someone at one time. So it was quite an interesting collection. I think he made some money with it, if you get my drift. But that's neither here nor there. It was he had them all over the place. It was uh, especially in his uh, his rumpus room. You know, he had the needles on the wall and uh, uh, you know whips and chains and uh, all kinds of things. A lot of videos. It was an interesting place. Tommy, you I think you've you know all these years that categorized all of these amazing facts and figures. These little, these little trivia about lobsters and about you know, Shecky Green, and I mean, there's a there's a I know major where we book. came up with all this stuff. I don't know where we came up with all this stuff today. It's not what we're going to talk about, but I promise uh, uh, next week that uh, I might do a little uh, a little uh, cute song for you. Uh, it won't be yeah, melodious, but it'll be funny. That would be great. And um, well, it's nice that you know. Again, we've had callers. Of... There you go. Don't you? We've only got so we got 30 seconds. Go for it. That's it. Take. Give us a little tune. Go ahead. Melancholy Baby, my favorite. Tommy, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Okay, Tommy, thanks a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Another Tommy. Just follow the